Hey everybody, this is Pastor Cor Chavis. Thank you so much for checking us out today at Truth Chapel's podcast. If this word has blessed your spirit or encouraged you, take a moment and leave us a quick review. Also, check us out at truth-chapel.com or any of our social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. God bless, and I pray you enjoy. The word said, out of the mouth of babes has he perfected praise. There is a perfect praise in the voice of a child. A perfect praise. Maybe not perfect rhythm, maybe not perfect perfect pitch, maybe not perfect sound, but perfect praise. What you felt today was perfect praise. When these kids sang about the Lord, sing about living in blessings, sing about living in the overflow, when we sing hallelujah, thank you Jesus, there is a sound, a perfect praise in the house today. I want to thank each and every one of you for being with us today. A very, very special day. Focusing on some very, very special people. Not not the church of tomorrow, but the church of today. These kids are uh, our legacy, our future, our heritage. And I love each and every one of them. And I believe in you. Pastor believes in you. That you can do whatever God has called you to do with excellence. Amen. And that greater is he that is in each one of you than he that is in the world. Amen. Now, uh, I'm going to stop being serious for a minute because I don't think there's any way that I could preach my message that I want to preach today and be serious because today I'm preaching to you about Dora the Explorer. Do you you know it? Dora, Dora, Dora the Explorer. There we go. All right. And the rest of it is in Spanish. I don't know. Spanish. I'm so sorry. I want to read for you a scripture today before you're seated. Hebrews chapter 11, beginning in verse 8. I think most of you have anticipated this sermon just to kind of figure out what. This pastor is going to preach about Dora today. Um, But I promise you that this message today is going to help everybody in the house, not just the children. Look at your neighbor and tell them this is for you. From the oldest to the youngest, Dora has something to teach us. Mm-mm-mm. I feel the Holy Ghost already. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 11, I'm going to begin in verse 8. When you have it, just shout, I got, it. I got it. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should, after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whether he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, As in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city 
which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Amen. May God that is blessing to the reading of the word and that the church said amen. amen. You may be seated. Today I'm preaching to you Dora, 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 the explorer. The Bible tells us about a man named Abraham. Abraham, uh, the Bible says that Abraham found favor in the sight of God. And God called Abraham and he said, Abraham, I want you to go. Even though you don't know where you're going, I want you to go and I want you to find a place that I've promised you. How many of you know that God has great promises for your life? Amen. Now, if you, all y'all adults, y'all can amen me whenever you want to, but I'm preaching to the kids today. It's going to help you. It's going to help you. But I'm preaching to the kids today. So how many of you kids know that God has great promises for you? Yes. Right, right? And how many of you know that those promises that are from God require us to go and explore? Uh-huh. Right? That, meaning that we can't just sit at home and expect God to do something great. We have to put in the effort, right? God has something great for us, so we need to pray, we need to seek God, and we need to walk after God. Somebody say, walk, walk. after God. Abraham walked after God because he sought such a place that God had promised him. There was a place out there that God promised him. Now, in Abraham's uh, life, it was an actual place. It was a land, and the Bible says that it was the promised Land. This was the land that God had promised Abraham. But Abraham had to go through a lot to get there. It wasn't just he walked out of his front door and took a trip in the backyard and there it was. But there was a journey. Now how many know that Dora teaches us on how to go on a journey? Right? She teaches us how to go on a journey. Brother Bryson, would you, would you bring me my backpack? She teaches us that you got to bring the right equipment for the journey. No matter where you're going, you have to bring the right equipment. And so the first thing that Dora always does on her journey is she goes to find where she's going. Who does she call? The map. The greatest cartoon song of all is the map. It consists of just a few words. I'm the map, 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 I'm the map. Can we find Hans Zimmerman? Some of you won't get that joke, but maybe later. The map. Got to find the map. If we want to know how to get where God is calling us, we all need a map. Ooh. Here it is. Now you may say, oh, say what? You are correct. What's your name? Sophia. Oh. Josh and Cherie, you guys must be so proud. She knows what a Bible looks like. 
That's some good parents right there. Let's give them a hand. It's a Bible because God has given us a map, and the map is called the Word of God. It tells us everywhere we need to go. Watch this. The book of Psalms, chapter 119, and verse 105 says this. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word tells us how to get to that promise that God has given us. Dora showed us that we, we can't leave home without the map. We don't even know where to go if we don't have a map. We don't know what the destination is if we don't have a map. But if we have a map, the Bible tells us in Psalms 119 and 133, he says that the Lord ordered my steps in his word. That, that the word guided my every step. We know along the way there's going to be some treachery. Along the way there's going to be mountains and valleys. Along the way there's going to be waterfalls. Along the way there's going to be fire and ice. But we know as long as the map is leading us. Somebody shout hallelujah in the house. You need the map in your life. And the map is what, Sophia? The Bible. Thank you so much. Dora has shown us that we need a map. How can we know where to go if we're not in the word of God? Can I encourage you children today? Your parents should already know this, but let me encourage you today that the best thing you can do in your life is you can study the word of God and you can hide the word of God in your heart and he will order your steps. He will lead you and he will guide you. Is there anybody in the house that knows that the word of God will lead you and guide you? Are there any parents in the house that can amen for these children up front that say, that's right, you need the word in your life. The word will direct your steps. The word will lead you where you need to go. So the next time you pick up your Bible, you remember, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. She hates the song, I'm the man. Yes, yes, I am the map. What is the second thing that Dora always brings with her on her journey? I need somebody to say it for me. Say it. Oh, you got to be louder. You got to be louder. Backpack. Now, I can't fit a helicopter in this backpack. But you know, the backpack has so many pockets, has so many available spaces. Now, now listen, what did the backpack always have in it? That's your backpack. What did Dora's backpack always have in it? Does anybody remember what it had in it? Yes, right here. Huh? It, the map was always in the backpack, exactly. And what else was in the backpack? You know what was always in the backpack? Whatever you needed was in the backpack. Somehow, some way. If 
if there was a hole that that door I needed to climb down in, inside the backpack there would be a ladder. Or there would be a rope. If there was a mountain that Dora needed to climb inside the backpack, there would be grappling hooks. Or a helicopter. Or a jetpack. If there was some animal that Dora needed to get around, there was always something in the backpack that would help her. Because everything that she ever needed was in the backpack. Can I tell you that the backpack today represents the endless supply of God. That whatever you need is all in him. Philippians 4.19 says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. I don't care if you're sick, he's a healer. If you're broke, he's a redeemer. If you're depressed, he's a heavy load sharer. He's a burden bearer. If you're addicted, he's a chain breaker. He's a yoke breaker. Whatever you need is in him. It's all in him. It's whatever you need. You need a ladder, he's got it. You need a helicopter, he's got it. Do you need a trampoline? He's got it. Whatever you need to fulfill the call of God in your life, it's all in him. God has everything you need. Look at your neighbor and tell him. Look at your neighbor and tell him. God has everything you need. Everything you need. It's all in him. He is Jehovah Jireh. My provider. Whatever I need is in him. He said in Psalms 50 verses 10 through 12. For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know the fowls of the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I wouldn't even tell you, because the world is mine, and the fullness thereof. Somebody say, he's sufficient. Everything I need is in him. I don't have to go to the world to find it. It's in the backpack. I don't need to go out there and find it. God's got it. I don't need to look to the enemy to find. God's got it. I don't have to go out there and search the world over. God's got it. Somebody shout, God's got it. Yes, God's got it. It's all in him. Dora had one more thing. One more thing that Dora never left the house without. What was his name? Boots. He, she never, you never saw her without boots and you never saw boots without her. Wherever she was, boots was. Because God said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. His presence is always there. He's a help. The story wasn't about Boots, it was about Dora. But Boots was always there to help. Boots was always there to lend a hand. Because Psalm 16, 11 says, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. And at that right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Mm, yes. 
Here's what it said in Hebrews 13, 5 through 6. He said, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say... The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Somebody say, the Lord, the Lord is, my boots. is my boots. The Lord is always there to help me. When you need help, you know who you can call on? Jesus. You was right, boots. When you're in a bind, who can you call on? Jesus. When things aren't going like you think they should go, who are you going to call on? Jesus. Because he is my help in the time of trouble. He's always with me. He never leaves me. Even when I think he's gone, he shows up right on time. Even when I feel alone, he's right beside me. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. One, one prophet said it like this. He said, I was young, but now I'm older. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken. And I've never seen his seed begging bread. Do you know that Jesus is on your side and he wants to help you? He wants to help you get to where you're going. He wants to help you get to where you're going. But there's somebody who doesn't want you to get where you're going. There's somebody who wants to block your path. What do we say? Swiper, no swiping. Swiper, no swiping. Swiper. He wants to swipe your joy. He wants to swipe your peace. He wants to distract you and deter you. Here's what the Bible says in Luke 22, verses 31 through 32. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Mm. But here's what Jesus said. He said, don't worry about it. I have prayed for you that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Yeah. First Peter 5, 6 through 10 says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, he's like a roaring lion, like a fox, walking about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace who hath called you, somebody say he called me, he called you unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After that ye have suffered for a while, may, he shall make you perfect. He shall establish you. He shall strengthen you. And he shall settle you. Now what does, what does Swiper try to do? Swipes. Swiper's a swiper. He takes stuff out of door's hand. And, 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 and does he take it and does he, and does he keep it for himself? No. He hides it. Oh. You mean, you mean he can't take it from me? He can only hide it from me? So, Ziva, what you're telling me right now is that Swiper can't have it. He can only hide it. What you're telling me right now is that Swiper 
can't have my joy. He can only hide my joy. It's still mine. You're telling me that Swiper can't have my peace. He can only hide it. He can't take it. It's not his to take. God won't allow him to take it. Somebody ought to tell Swiper, Swiper, no swiping. You can't have my joy. All you can do is hide it. He tries to hide it behind disappointments. He tries to hide it behind offenses. He tries to hide it behind trouble. He tries to hide it behind stress. Woo! But what does Dora do? Dora says, Boots, can you help me find it? Hey, I come to encourage somebody. It ain't gone. I said, it's not gone. He can't have it. It's not his to take. Somebody say, I'm going up to the high places and I'm going to tear his devil's kingdom down and I'm going to take back everything he stole from me. Swiper, no swiping. You can't have it. You can't have it. All he can do is hide it. Oh, you see, there was a time when Swiper tried to swipe the most powerful person in the history of time. His name was Jesus. God manifest in the flesh. Swiper tried to swipe him. He, he had Jesus' best friend tell him, you shouldn't do this, Jesus. You don't have to do this. And Jesus said, swiper, no swiping. He said, I rebuke you. Then another one of his best friends went and sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. And they got him. Oh, they thought, swiper thought, it's as it. I got Jesus. He's gone. I got him. Swiper took him. And he suffered many afflictions for you and me. He took our pain. He took our sin. He took all of our, all of our wrongdoings, all of our sins. Jesus took them on him. And Swiper tried to swipe Jesus. And he killed him on a tree. We call it the cross. And he put him in the tomb. And he rolled the stone in place. And Swiper thought, I got him. But we know, because Ziva told us, Swiper can't have it. He can only hide it. <laughs> Wasn't his to take. He hid him in the tomb for three days. And three days later, Swiper comes to see his prized possession, his swiping. But the stone is gone. And the tomb is empty. <laughs> because he's a risen savior. He couldn't kill him. He could only hide him. He couldn't kill him. All he could do was lift him up on that cross. But he forgot when Jesus said, if I be lifted up, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Because swiper, Satan, cannot block you from the city whose builder and maker is God. So thank you, Dora. Thank you, Dora, for showing us that we need a map in our lives. We need to have direction. Thank you for showing us that we need the endless supply that only God can give. Money can't give it. 
Family can't give it. Friends can't. Only God has an endless supply. I'll run out on you, but God would never run out on you. And he showed us that his presence is with us at all times. Thank you, Lord, for, for being with me, never leaving me, never forsaking me. And he also showed us that there is an enemy of our soul who desires to get us all off course, who desires to take away our joy, our peace, our calling. There's many people in this room today, you feel like the enemy stole your calling. But can I tell you, he can't have it. Don't let him hide it behind that offense. Don't let, it, don't, don't, don't let him hide your calling behind that broken heart. Don't let him hide your calling. He can't have it. He can only hide it. But boots will help you find it. <laughs> boots can go where I can't go. He can see what I can't see. Somehow, Boots always knows. Somehow, Jesus always has the answer, his presence that leads me and guides me and walks with me. He said, I'll walk with you and I'll talk with you and I'll order your steps. And can I tell you today that Jesus Christ is alive and well and he's calling all of you, even, even as a child, even as a child, God can call you today and say, hey, just like Abraham, come explore. There's a city. There's a place. There's a calling. There's a purpose. Even today you may say, well, I'm just a child. I'm just, I'm just sitting here today. I don't, I don't know anything. I, I can't understand anything. But can I tell you that God can call you even now. Even now, God can speak into your life and say, there's a purpose for you. I'm calling you out from among them. I'm calling you out to be separate. I'm calling you out, Abraham, to leave everything that you thought you knew and follow hard after me. I will lead you to a place of promise that wherever you put your feet, I'll give it to you. I'll give you the land. You're going to need a map. You're going to need an endless supply. And you're going to need my presence. Because without it, the enemy would distract you and deter you and turn you around. But God will lead you. He will get you exactly where you're supposed to be. Would you stand with me today? There are some kids today that are already uh, planning to get baptized. Uh, if you are one of those today, would you start making your way? Pastor George is standing right here in this corner. If you're one of those that are getting baptized, you can head right here to Pastor George's parents. You can follow with them, get them help them get ready. We're going to baptize them in here in just a few moments. But I wonder in the house today if there's anybody, children, adults, whoever it may be, who are in the house today. And the map is, you've got off course a little bit. And, and maybe, maybe Swiper has stolen some things from you. And you realize today he, he, he can't have them. He, he can only hide them. They're still mine. I, I just got to find them. If you feel that way today, if, you, if you're in this house today, children and adults, for just a few moments before we leave here today, I'd like to open this altar to you. And would you come and pray? Children, would you come and pray today? I pray this word was an encouragement to you today.
thank you again for tuning in to Truth Chapel's podcast. If you have not yet, please take a moment and leave us a quick review. God bless and have a great rest of your day.